welcome back for another edition of the Broadway Bulletin. Today's episode is going to just be fun because the two shows we got to see were absolutely just that. For our first show, we head to the wonderful Stephen Sondheim Theater where the new musical Mrs. Doubtfire is playing. Oh, it was fun. It was heartwarming. It was incredibly funny. It's still in previews and the show still has a few things to work out, but Overall, the show's a solid win. They're going to work out these hiccups, and you can see there is a solid, great show there. Yes. Um, one thing I really hope that they work out is that there were a few moments that I felt like they were pushing to get the iconic movie moments to happen, and they didn't need to push as hard as they did for some of them. Yeah, yeah, there's a few. I was like, the bit's funny, but right. don't you rush need to, it. Don't. Exactly, and you need to make sure that you have the proper, like, build to it. Otherwise, it's like, well, why not just perform the movie in front of us? Exactly. Rob McClure is getting a Tony nomination for sure, if not the Tony for Best Actor. Oh my god, he was phenomenal. The energy and the range, not only through vocals, but also through acting and dancing, um, that is needed to play this character is so much, and he delivers on every square He does. Robin Williams is very proud. I mean, this is an iconic role uh, created by this legend that is Robin Williams to be to, to step into these shoes I mean you know it's ugh, it's 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 daunting and Rob McClure really he stepped into the plate and knocked it out of the park oh yeah I was so pleased with this on so many levels you know uh, the sound design was a little off too there, there was it was too soft in places and too loud in others again previews I'm certain that these details uh, these are fine details that I know they're going to iron out. And so, you know. Um, what I really loved is their approach to the ending of the show, but I'm not going to give it to you guys. Um, but what I do need to let you know is I think right now there needs to be more development to the ending um, so that the moment hits right. It's close, just not yeah. quite there. It's But it is. like <laughs> I like that direction, you know, because at first I was like, Oh, we're gonna end it like that. That doesn't feel. Co- oh, we're gonna do it like. Oh, this feels better. Oh, this, I, I like this. This yes. is the Broadway button that we were looking for. Yes. The costumes were great. Lighting was, was great. fantastic. I'm gonna go. I mean, you want to go back? I want to go back and yeah, see it. I want to go back and see it. I could just go sit there and have Rob McGlure tell jokes and impersonations. For oh my god! Two hours. Perfect dad jokes. It was amazing. <laughs> Uh, tickets for this fantastic show at the Sondheim Theater, which, by the way, if you didn't know, the Sondheim Theater has the best bathroom system on Broadway. Preach. Um, but those tickets are on sale through May 2nd of 2022 right now. Up next is a show that was timed absolutely perfect for the holiday. We visited the West Side Theater right before Halloween to see The Little Shop of Horrors. Sorry, every time. It was a really great production. I loved the lighting. Oh my god, yes. Like, you walked in the theater and I thought, like, oh, this reminds me of kind of like high school, college setup. Anything but. Okay. It was such great lighting. The actors were absolutely stellar. Top to bottom, every oh. single human on that stage was perfection. They ate up the scenery and everything that came with it. They were amazing. The doo-wop girls were just 
Yeah, the oh, urchins. The urchins. Sorry, it'll be forever for me. The doo-wop girls. Um, I was a little sad that we didn't get to see Jeremy Jordan because I was really excited to finally see him live and in person. But his understudy was amazing, <coughs> and actually, like he felt more realistic. Uh, for the character mm-hmm. than um, Jeremy could have because Jeremy Jordan. Mm. He's a hunk. He's a hunk. He's and a I'm, tall drink of water. And I was like, and that's Rick, just not he's not Rick Moranis. Want. Right. That's yeah. just not what you want for um, Seymour, you know. And so uh, the actor who we saw, the understudy, I guess apparently it was his first performance going on mm-hmm. as the understudy. You couldn't tell. He seemed 100% natural. He gave off the nerd vibe. He was perfection. The puppets were fantastic. Oh my god, the puppets. And if you read into the stories about how those puppets came to be, and like, it's a group, uh, uh, a design group that did it. I, they're students of some sort. I just don't know what level of students. Um, the set. The oh, set was great. everything I could have ever wanted for a set for Little Shop. Because it's not a big theater, but it, it worked. It worked perfectly. Well, they didn't go... They didn't try to make it too glitz and glamour because that's not what this show is. No, no. Christian Borrell, Borrell, Borrell. I never know how to say his name. Borrell, I Burrell? think. Borrell. Anyway, he's amazing. The number of characters he played was out of this world, and I just—he <laughs> basically made up the ensemble. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> "But what? you're a leading actor kind of guy," and it's like. But I'm going to play many hats in this one. And I was living for it. I was like all day, all day with this man. And the whole cast was phenomenal. That should be 100% noted. Um, I was a little worried about seeing Christian Borrell as like the ensembles. Because I was worried he was going to stand out too much. Because he is a Tony Award winning actor. He is very well known. Um, And... You know, so I was really worried about that. Didn't happen. The whole thing was even as it should be. No one stole a more spotlight than they needed to. It was... Well, that's it, why he went to Tony. He knows his craft well. Right. And, I mean, and it helped elevate and add to everyone's performance. And yep. everyone played off each other so well. The comedy was on point. It's oh such God, a dark yes. tale, but the comedy is on point. And... With the theater, it felt very intimate and wonderful. Like, you know, you didn't... There was no disconnect, you know. Sometimes if you see the show in a really huge theater, you're like, eh, I'm not really... You felt like you were just, like, right up on... I felt like I was with the urchins on the stoop on the side there. You know, it's like, yeah, tell me a story. Mm-hmm. You know, and this... Yeah, it was great. Also, the ending costumes. I was oh not expecting what they did, <laughs> and it was awesome. Yeah, that that happened, and I was like, what? <laughs> What? It was like the Rocky Horror Picture Show moment where you're like, I have no idea what's happening. Right, Did well, I and this a- show is a cult classic, and so you gotta be able to do it justice, and yeah. mm, perfection. It's a must-see show. Tickets for the show at the Westside Theater are on sale now through September 4th of 2022. And that concludes this episode of the Broadway Bulletin. Be sure to tune in to our next edition, coming out every Tuesday and Saturday. Until next time. I'm Hope Bird. And I'm Andrew Cortez, reminding you to turn off your, turn off your cell phone. Unwrap your candies, don't feed the plants, and keep your mask on. And keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. Two friends from old New York.
If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Booga Blues by U.S. Army Blues. Other music on this episode provided by Uncle Bibby and Billy Murray. <laughs>